Hello, hello, and welcome to Temple of the False Pod, where our decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I'm Bruce. Bruce, you're making a mess. But hey, um, it's your own table, so uh, that's your prerogative. Um, today we've got your 60... Our? Uh, all of our. Mine, yours, our listeners. It's our 69th episode. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, uh, we're going to talk a lot about food today. What? Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, if that's a topic you don't really want to listen to us talk about for 45 minutes, maybe skip this one. We'll be back next week uh, with something cool, so stick around for that. Uh, but if you want to... <coughs> yeah? That's what I get. I'm choking on a chip. Yeah, well... <coughs> but we got some nice, cool Coca-Colas here. Not uh, not a sponsor. Uh, and Bruce got some Humpty Dumpty all-dressed chips <coughs> for the you Canadian bad. and you. Uh, I love all-dressed chips. Uh, it's probably the second best thing to come from Canada, behind Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, and before Bare Naked Ladies? Canadian Maple Donuts. Uh, Jim Carrey. Hockey. Uh, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Bite your tongue. <laughs> um, how far are we going to get down this list before we say Bruce? Uh, Commander Cookout. we still got a ways to go. Uh, the A-Team. The, the like, like the show. Oh, Andy, you are so young. This the is original a... Canadian Magic podcast. Oh, I am young. Um, what else is Canadian? What do we What do we got? That's there's too many things that's Canadian. <clears throat> Boros. Yeah, Aldrich chips are are definitely up there though. Uh, they they're pretty good. I'm not going to explain them yep. because it brings the joy out of. <clears throat> My explanation for all dressed chips, mm-hmm. and it always has been, is after they're finished making all of the other kinds of chips, mm-hmm. they go around and they sweep up all the extra powder and shit that's all over the floor of the factory, pour all of that into one machine, and then they spit that stuff all over one chip. Yeah. All dressed. We got what? Barbecue? We got ketchup? We got <clears throat> salt and vinegar? Yeah. Sour cream and onion? Maybe. There we go. Could be dill pickle. Mm. But it's all dressed. Mm. So. It's good. It's it's delicious. It's sour. It's salty. It's addictive. Yep. And it's dusty as hell. All right. So we're talking about food. Yeah. We're talking about food today. Uh, I feel, we feel, um, that food is a, is, is a, a, enough of a magic adjacent topic that it, it deserves a 45 minute episode. And uh, we're going to give it to you. At least. I think the, the first and the most obvious part of the food discussion when it comes to magic. So what are you eating during your evening of playing magic? And I think the most obvious part and the, most, the thing that I think we're most, that most everybody is aware of. Islands. Is the grease factor. Oh, yeah. You want to be careful with... Nobody, nobody wants oily fingers. The, the issue with the oily fingers, obviously, is your cards. Now... I mean, yes, they're sleeved, but you still don't really want... You really don't want mm. greasy Smudges. sleeves all on your cards. It makes either your cards stick together, it, it, it it's just messy. You yeah. don't want it, and honestly, nobody else wants it either. Because, you know, nobody wants you to reach across the table to grab their card to see what it says if they know that, you know, you've had your fingers in an oil slick for the last, you know, last mm. few minutes, scarfing down whatever food it was that you brought or is available 
at the table. So to me, just about every food that I consider as you know something that I'm going to bring for magic is something that I try and avoid it being greasy. Now, having said that, we have pizza in just about every one of our, our magic yeah. nights. Um, but I do try, uh, I try and ch- I have tried to choose uh, pizzas that are generally less greasy. A lot of them have, uh, like most of the pizzas that I get have a dry crust. Mm. So you can at least hold the pizza, you know, from the bottom without getting, getting your fingers all oily. Now, I mean, hey, it's pizza. The top of the pizza is loaded with cheese and most, and if it, if I like it, it's loaded with pepperoni as well. So it's got an oily top to it, but thankfully, you know, you should be able to manage to get through it without getting your fingers in too much of a mess. Yeah, and I mean, most places you go where you play Magic, whether it's an LGS or you, your local convention or whatever, like, the food that you're going to find there is all relatively finger food. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to have to deal with silverware or plasticware, and it's just easier that way. Um, so you're going to be using your hands a lot. Um which, I mean, generally speaking, if I'm in a public place, I'm going to be carrying around a bottle of sanitizer anyway or mm-hmm. some extra napkins or whatever. Um, yeah. So, like, we've got pizza. we got chips. Ooh. Breeze just blew in and it smells like a, like a grill. Mm. Uh, you got ribs. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of food. Um, but... I mean, yeah, it's tough because, you know, you know how you can handle your own cards, but, you know, maybe somebody doesn't want you touching their stuff. Right. With your grubby little fingers. Uh, or big fingers. I don't know. Right. Fingers come in all sizes. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> now, so Andy, you brought up chips. Um, chips, uh, popcorn, mm. uh, all this... Very much the snack food. Yeah. Um, up until about, say, two and a half years mm-hmm. ago. Mm. 2020-ish. Uh, yeah, yeah. Early 2020, actually. Early 2020. I think we could almost... You could just take a bowl... You yeah. could just take a bag of potato chips, pour it into a bowl, set it in the middle of your magic table, and it was just sort of a snack that you had for everybody. Mm. Um, folks, you might want to start considering... Breaking that down a little bit, um, <clears throat> COVID is real, and uh, it's just you know, yeah. And I appreciate the you know, this is not really the way COVID is spread. <laughs> uh, however, there are plenty of germs out there. Yeah, I mean, and if you're, it's something that we all need to be a little more aware of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're <laughs> literally putting your hands up to your mouth and then putting it back in a thing, then like, you, you just be aware of what you're doing, <clears throat> uh, and like. Uh, I I wanted to bring something to yeah. Magic one night or I don't it might have been mm-hmm. BrewCon or something but uh, but you know I I it's not that I was terribly worried but my wife was like oh like to be more considerate you can grab right. one of those boxes from the grocery store that's got like twenty four individual size bags it's not the best for the environment but like for people who are a little bit even a little bit concerned um it's it's a sense of solace right um but one of the benefits of playing magic in a house Mm. um 
I know that for us, when friends bring a bag of chips or a bag of popcorn or something along that line, um, we, you know, we spread it out. Mm. So we get two or three bowls on the table. Um, and if there's only four or five of you playing, it yeah. reduces the, uh, the, you know, the communal part of the communal <laughs> bowl, uh, the communal part of the communal bowl of chips. So yeah, or um, even I mean, if it's after we've had pizza or something, I usually keep my plate around and just pour some into that. Yeah, you know, keep your own little stash. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that uh, this topic may not uh, be as relevant currently because I know a lot of LGSs. I know my LGS is uh, currently has a has a not ban on food they might have a ban on food it feels like a a strong word but uh, i think that they don't allow you to eat food at the table because i mean you have to have your mask on i think they only allow you to drink liquids and even then it's you know restrictive uh right but it's just these little things that you kind of have to be aware of i guess um i mean we've been doing this for what two and a half years and it's still you know, it, we don't have to lecture you about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's still very easy to fall into old uh, old patterns. Oh yeah, but it's just especially it when something you're not to keep in mind. It. Yeah. Um. One of the other, well, let's see. So beyond the typical, mm-hmm. beyond the pizza and the and the the popcorn and the chips and that kind of thing, um, what other options make for? Uh, Make for good magic food. It's amazing how well a good bowl of chili a good bowl of chili works for magic. Mm, thought you were gonna say uh, Cheerios. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, chili is relatively easy to make. It's a single bowl, so you know. So there's 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 a limiting factor on the mess. You can use the beans as tokens. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but yes, you could. Um, <laughs> but it's. Uh, it's hearty. It's, it's hearty and it's clean because mm. you pour, you know, you take your portion to put it in a bowl, and you're not getting any grease on your fingers, um, and the bowl can be set in a safe place where it's not likely to get tipped. And honestly, uh, a good chili isn't likely to spill out even if you bump it, because yeah. as long as it lands back straight, then yeah. You know, a wobble is not going to see chili spill out all over the table like water. I think the the hardiness for me is really the excellent part of chili because, like, yeah, um, I, I think love it, a good chili. Oh yeah, um, I think it gives you, and like, I mean, and this kind of goes with any of this type of food, uh, it, it or the 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 magnitude of this food, I guess, yeah. uh, where. Just stopping to have a meal. Yeah. Um, whether it's between games or everybody's like, all right, like, I need a break to eat. It's just, it's always good to just like, especially if you're doing like any sort of long form or like a convention or something. Yeah. Like, taking time to eat is underrated. Uh, because, I mean, of course you just want to keep playing Magic, but if you continue to do that when you're hungry, like, you're going to make bad decisions you're gonna get angry hangry if you will and uh just even taking the time to just breathe and calm yourself if you're any sort of like stressed or oh excuse me tense or 
you know, any feel bads from any previous games. It gives you right. time to reset. Uh, and I think chili is like an excellent, just like warm your heart kind of kind of meal. Right. Um, yeah, and I, I, some of the best times I've had at conventions mm. invariably involve a meal. Um, and, uh, you know, and then a game of Magic either before or after the meal. So, mm, or definitely. And um, I, yeah, and I think like <clears throat> chili, lasagna. Mm-hmm. I know that Yolanda has made us lasagna on occasion. And it's just like, it's so good. It's just like such a, like, all right, get right back into it, you know? Um, yeah. It's, it's very much, it's both, you know, taking the time to reset, yeah. but also just like getting your body to right. well, the pay nice, attention to itself. Right, and the nice part about chili or lasagna mm-hmm. is they can sit. Mm. You, and it doesn't involve you making a big meal and then immediately putting it on the table. Right. So if you're in the middle of a game of magic, it's fine. Your chili is just sitting there bubbling on the stove. And your lasagna is just sitting there warming in the oven. Mm. If it sits there for another 20 minutes, there's really not going to be that much change in either of those. Yeah. So um, so there's a real benefit to meals where it's essentially prepared ahead of time. Definitely. And especially if you, you, know, you have multiple pods going, you don't all have to eat at the same time. Yeah. Um, because it will still be warm, mm-hmm. inevitably. By the way, and... Props goes out to Josh. Josh, I don't know if you're listening, but uh, yeah, still some of the best chili going. So, one more option. Yeah. Um, And I particularly like this option because this is something that you can either throw in the slow cooker Mm -hmm. and let it percolate all day, or you can throw it on the stovetop and have it ready to go fast. Plain meatballs and sauce. Oh, my God. Meatballs and sauce. Uh, and if you've got... Finger some, rolls Just there. a few finger rolls, you are set. And mm. that is... Yeah. And it's great. It's filling. Um, <clears throat> the joy of the of, of all of these ones that, that I've described is... Once you've finished your turn, you can get up, go get... You know, put throw a couple of balls... A couple of meatballs into your in your finger roll, little extra sauce, little cheese. Sit back down at, at the table with your plate of stuff. You can scarf. You can sc- easily scarf down two of those finger rolls. <laughs> well before it comes back to your turn, you've seen everything that's going on. And when it's your turn, all you've really touched is the bread from the finger roll. So you're good. Uh, and I mean, and honestly, even if you do handle, even if you do get a little sauce, well, if you've, if you've had enough, uh, enough, uh, if you've got somebody who has had enough forethought to, uh, set up the meatballs and the sauce, uh, then there's gotta be a napkin. There's gotta be napkins floating around somewhere. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, it's gotta but be, it's, yeah, it's a meal that you can essentially snack on a meal no! while you're, you know, while you're literally waiting for your turn to come back. Um, and as far as the popcorn and the, uh, and the chips and that sort of, those sort of snacks on the table, Mm. um, this one involves a whole lot more work, but it's much more satisfying. It's a veggie plate is, 
Oh yeah, is is surprisingly good and very popular. Mm. Um, especially if you can set up the dip so that everybody can have a little bit of their own dip, and that way they're not dipping at the th- dipping on the middle of the table and then dragging it back over all their cards mm. before it gets into their mouth. Um, it just it works out really well, and uh, yeah, and it's you know a healthy alternative that isn't making everybody you know. Mm. And the pre the pre made ones too are like surprisingly uh, cost effective. Yeah. Um, As a fan of Costco, I have done this many <clears throat> times from Costco, and uh, yeah, it's delicious. Um, yeah, and I think with any food that you're eating. Um, I think a napkin's always a good idea, just to wipe your hands on. I mean, yeah, I you mean, can wipe them on your pants. I don't give a shit. If but... you're hosting, and you're providing any kind of food, mm. you where's your napkins? Mm. I mean, we are talking about magic cards, and even the cleanest food eventually gets on somebody's fingers somehow. It just does. You have to assume that that's going to be the case. Um, and so, you don't want you know, them licking your fingers. Nobody want you don't want anybody licking their fingers and then pawing your cards. Of course just, I do, but yeah. Your own cards are one thing, but you're going to reach across to touch somebody else's cards. Mm. It's just going to happen. So um let's throw it to break real quick and when we come back we're going to talk more about food and uh our our beautiful lives uh, around magic and I honestly don't know what we have in store for you. So we're going to be right back. This episode of Temple of False Pod is brought to you by... Uh, hey, it's me, Guillaume. I uh, got some food for you. It really makes you indestructible. Ah. This episode of Temple of the False Pod is brought to you by Asmoranomardic. This episode of Temple of the False Pod is brought to you by Asmoranomardic. Yeah. This episode of Temple of the False Pod is brought to you by the wiz- the wizard chef with a really long name that I'm not going to try and pronounce. Just she's can't. human? Why did I think she was a giant? No, human wizard who cooks with exotic uh, animals. Scorpions. Scorpions and <laughs> Hey, we're back. Hey, hey. Oh, uh and now back to you. Hey, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh All right. So we talked a little bit about the grease factor in the la- um, in the first half. So Grease I, fang. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would have so been a good one. I want to talk about the powder factor. Oh, yeah. Um Getting our snowboard. The difference, in. the difference to me with the powder factor, mm-hmm. is there is an undeniable urge to lick your fingers if mm. you got powder on it, because of course the powder, is, I'm talking donut. Oh, I was thinking like Doritos. Good option, another good option. But yeah, I I know very few people who are interested in using the napkin in those situations. There's a finger licking clean, and then maybe the napkin. Maybe mm. at that point. Same with the ribs. Same with the ribs. The Nobody, ribs were not really talking ribs. powder. No, we're, we were never actually talking ribs. So, but it's just, it's something else, something else to keep in mind mm. when you're, when you're looking at snack options. I think too, with the powder factor. Yeah. It, it drips. It, it, I mean, it, it, it falls much more 
availably than say your grease factory. Yeah, and I think it also falls a lot more than people realize. Mm. Um, there's nothing quite like watching somebody who bites a piece of Dorito. Mm. It's like one, why aren't you shoving that whole thing in your mouth? Their mouth, their their bite size. Just, you're making me uncomfortable. <laughs> just put the whole Dorito in your mouth and chew. Um, or somebody with a powdered donut. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the space in front of them is always a mess. And why anybody would think that somehow eating something that involves powder is not going to end up on your cards in some way is is just foolhardy. Um, yeah. Cons- I mean, if you if you must go this route. Use Reme- a plate. Remember a plate. Yeah, just remember, remember a plate. A plate. Uh, maybe bring hand sanitizer. Just kind of sop up your fingers. If you do end up licking your fingers, just squirt, squirt. All right, your yep. hands are cleaner. Uh, or get up and wash your hands. Uh, right. I There have been plenty of times that I'm like, oh, I should have just brought a bottle of hand sanitizer. Right. Um, I've got one literally in my car. Just, just bring it in with you. you right. Know? Um, nobody's going to look at you weird for it. Especially after you lick your fingers. No. They're going to look at you weird after you lick your fingers. But then you're going to be like, ah, I've got a trick up my sleeve. It's a bottle of hand sanitizer. And right. they're going to be like, hey! And then people will applaud and uh, you, you get a standing ovation. They don't even realize that you uh, are, are the threat on the table anymore. Right. Because they're just so enthralled with your, your brilliant use of food and magic. Right. The other part, right? The other part that I wanted, or another part that I wanted mm-hmm. to discuss, is the dessert, because mm. I'm not a small guy. I love a good dessert. Um, if you are showing up to a friend's house to play some magic, you certainly can't go wrong by bringing dessert. Everybody loves you for it. Uh, our friend Harry uh, regularly brings dessert on our Thursday nights. Uh, and uh, he gets to try out his it, baking on us. It's great. Yes, he gets to try out his baking. Um, and I mean, whether it's good or bad, it's always good mm. because hey, we're getting dessert out of the deal. Um, I will say, Harry doesn't follow any of the rules as far as what's appro- what would be appropriate while playing magic because Harry understands that. We have utensils here, so uh, he's going to slice it up. <laughs> he's going to if it if it requires slicing yeah. and we put on a plate, he will do that. And then we'll be using forks, and we literally pause the game for a couple of minutes while we enjoy dessert, whether it's you know a slice of cake or a piece of fudge or uh, whatever other dessert um, or stuff that doesn't require plating, like a cookie or. You know how, how whatever else that he whatever else he's bringing along, um, I think the key for just about any dessert is you know take the pause, hmm. take the pause. Uh, you know, with the exception of uh, a plate of cookies or you know something that's where you're taking multiple pieces, um, just just stop for just a second because uh, so many of the desserts are crumbly hmm. or flaky. Or uh, something, you know, something that's going to make a mess of your cards, um, and it can't hurt to stop for just yeah. just a couple of minutes. And um, I guess this is more of a general point, but like 
you know, if you brought something in homemade and somebody doesn't want a piece of it or whatever, it doesn't mean <laughs> that they hate you. Uh, <laughs> I, and I will say Harry has asked in the past if anybody has any sort of dietary restrictions. Mm, um, because, that's something big to be aware of. Right, because with our group, um, we have someone who's vegetarian, but uh, so obviously he's not looking to, you know, provide some sort of meat-loaded dessert. Um, however, he also includes peanut butter in a lot of his a lot mm. of his desserts. But I've, no yeah. one in our group is allergic, so uh, we're in good shape there. Right. Like I've previously had roommates who've been allergic to peanut butter, and just knowing how easily transmissible these particles of peanuts are, yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's sometimes it's not enough to just have them not eat it. Because, like, if somebody right. else eats so it... so you're looking to take a pass say, or yeah, go so. to the bathroom and literally wash your face after you've eaten it. Right. But, I mean, even more than that, like, you know, I eat something that's got peanuts in it, and then I touch somebody who's allergic to cards. Sure. All right. Well, now it's on there. Like, yeah, it's just... Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, Hope but, they brought the epi. <laughs> um, I mean, if they didn't, then... But they, we're getting a little preachy on, yeah. on this. Uh, food, man. Yeah. Uh, Desserts. Um, um, I'm trying to think of what meaty dessert he could even make. I was going to say mincemeat pie, but that's not even meat. A nice uh, frozen hot dog dipped in chocolate. There's got to be some kind of a dessert with bacon on it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you I, can put, ideally, you can put, yes. Eh, to each their own. Look, I have something called the two meat rule. I know I'm 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 cruising way out, way off of magic here, but Bruce two, loves a good two meat. The two meat rule. Every and if you can have any any meal can be good, mm-hmm. and that includes meals without meat, meals with meat. But for a truly great meal, a truly great meal like one of the all timers, there has to be two meat. There has to be two kinds of meat. Surf and turf. Surf and turf. Yes. Um, bacon and steak. Um, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles, but you're gonna have <laughs> you, you're gonna need a side of sausage Meat or bacon. Waffles. Maybe, maybe. Um, <laughs> I, it, I'm just naming the the now. most the most obvious one that I can think of is the best cheeseburger mm-hmm. is always going to be a bacon cheeseburger. Mm. There is no way you're gonna make a cheeseburger. That's the best. That's that is a, a truly great burger. If it doesn't have bacon on it, it has to. It's a requirement. There is no arguing this. It can't. It cannot be amongst the greats without bacon on it. Unless, of course, it's a slice of ham. Mm. Two meat rule is still in effect here. That's why they call it a hamburger, you know? Because it needs that piece of ham. I. I don't think that's why they call it a hamburger. <laughs> but anyways, that's two. That's the two meat rule. So screaming right back onto topic. Here. I'm more of a sausage kind of guy, anyway. So to go in a slightly different direction, mm-hmm. um, I want to talk about the wall of food. During our games, mm-hmm. quite often someone brings a. Uh, Josh will regularly bring a bag of popcorn, mm. um, and then somebody brings a box of Cheetos, say, or a box of some Cheez-Its, kind of snack, yeah. uh, Cheez-Its or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
and then there's a dessert and then there's uh you know, and then everybody has a has a drink tokens and... right so this stuff starts to clutter the table and when it's food we tend to put it in the middle of the table because we're sharing yeah so if it you know as i said not necessarily communable because maybe we've got two or three bowls out there but there's you know there's food on the table and a lot of times this food will end up in front of somebody's playmat. Uh, and this is where we get the wall of food. So you get that box of Cheez-Its sitting in front of, in front of somebody's playmat. And right next to it is their drink. And right next to it is a plate that's got a pizza on it or something. And it obstructs at least part of the playmat mm. and hides some of the cards. Mm. Please keep in mind that others are trying to see your playmat and no one should have to ask you to, to move stuff so that they can see what's on your board. Um, so, uh, and that happens yeah. with us regularly. And I don't think anybody's doing it intentionally. I think no. that, you know, it happens and nobody really realizes how much is being obstructed at right. any given time. Well, and I, I mean... If you, you know, if the only part of your table that's being obstructed is literally your library. Right. And the graveyard right next to it. Right. Well, only some people are going to care about what's in your graveyard. Which they're going to ask you for anyway. Right. But sometimes they'd rather not ask. They mm. just want to see. You know, it's like, oh, I see he's got only three cards in his graveyard. Yeah. That, We're fine yeah. for now. But if he, if he can't see it because there's a box with food in front of it um let's you know we need to keep that in mind keep the uh let's keep the table uh obstruction free yeah as much as possible so and i think too along those same lines like uh you know you were saying drinks and stuff like um mm -hmm. all all the more reason to bring a water bottle or you know whatever um i mean at work i have to have a sealable drink vessel to drink out of right uh because i work with some things that cannot be replaced so you don't want to accidentally spill uh, right i also in addition to that keep it under my desk so right. that if i'm gonna if it accidentally somehow mm -hmm. opens and spills it's gonna be on the floor whatever right i like to use the same considerations and rules for myself when playing magic keep your water bottle by your feet um you know if you're not you know swinging your feet or whatever keep it yeah maybe below the play surface um it'll be less in the way uh obstructing the play mat mm -hmm. um and uh you'll be less likely to knock it over anyway right um that said, sometimes it's obviously hard if you have like an open can or an open glass or whatever. Right. Um, but all the more reason to just like put it off somewhere else. Um, I I've seen a number of times, especially at conventions, mm -hmm. where someone has you know they've purchased their their beverage mm -hmm. and they're in the act they're drinking it mm -hmm. and then they put it down on the table. It's still open, and it's what I like to say. It's within flailing range. Mm -hmm. I, it is so rare when a when a spilled bottle of fluid 
actually hits your when when you bump a bottle or a glass or whatever that it then hits your cards yeah what is it yeah like it's always your hands always seem to be going away from you which means you're knocking over something into somebody else's stuff yeah, you got pivot points called elbows that keep your hands away from your body right so when you've got beverages on the table please be careful mm. please be careful we are talking about uh Expensive, expensive pieces of pieces cardboard. Of cardboard. Um, I I know we keep them sleeved for a reason, uh, but you should not be relying on yeah whether somebody is sleeving their cards, and you shouldn't be relying that they double sleeve them either. I mean, I've seen right. I've seen it happen where people have accidentally spilled <clears throat> on cards, regardless right. of if they're sleeved or not. It's but the stress that you don't need to deal with. Right, and it's very easy to avoid it. Just put your put your drinks in a place where you're not going to spill, where you're not mm. going to be spilling them, where you're not going to bump them, or an, or in a place where somebody else isn't going to bump them either. Yeah, think about how often you bump your your life total dice. Like now, what if that was a drink? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a a more expensive mistake potentially. So. Yes, drinks, man. Stay hydrated, so, but be smart about it. Right. Something else that uh, that is primarily actually just sort of for me and for those who are uh, who find themselves hosting on a regular basis, mm-hmm. um, a mini fridge in the same room where you're hosting is freaking awesome. Oh yeah, it it is. People come in, they second pack level. it up, and then. Uh, most of the time for my group, mm-hmm. um, people people who are interested in having a drink with the, drink during the game, they're bringing over their booze, um, and you know, so you march in, load up the fridge, and it's just right there. So you don't even you barely even need to get up during the course of the game. Somebody is usually within arms arms length of the fridge, um, and uh, it's uh, you know it's just a super handy thing to have. I will say, I'm rarely the one sitting next to the fridge, which works well for me, because then I get to ask other people to, uh, you know, to grab my drink for me, because you know they're the ones who are sitting in the cur- in the, in the <laughs> seat closer to the fridge. But you know that was their mistake, not mine. Mm. <clears throat> I didn't want to get too deep into the idea <laughs> of, of of food, and of course we barely ever even mentioned food tokens. Oh um, yeah, just to. Uh, I mean, the focus was on actual food as opposed to food tokens. But man, uh, I've loved, I love what they've done with food tokens. I mean, more than blood tokens. Yeah. Um. Just how? I mean, I've brought this up a number of times, but like the 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 amount that they've gone from the initial design of the actual token, yeah. uh, where you know some cards you can sack it for a different uh, effect or. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah. the fact that they're artifacts, it's, the, it, these are all great things. Right. Um, the difficulty with food tokens is that it suffer, they suffer, suffer, from, suffer by comparison. Because mm. you look at a food token and it's not a treasure token. Mm. It's not a clue token. So it's not getting you mana or cards. It's just gaining you life. Yeah. So it... I know. was going to say they're probably better than clue tokens, but I don't know about mm. that because... They're the same cost. They're two mana to sack. Um, 
One draws you a card, the other gets you three life. So you take the card draw every time. Yeah. Um, uh, well, except for the time when you're about to die and need the three life. Right. Oh. Um, yeah. And I mean, even with card draw, like, you know, when was the last time you used a clue? The last time I had one. Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't tend to create a lot of clues um, just because I found there are better ways to draw cards than to <laughs> spend yeah. two mana. Uh-huh. But um, if I want to gain life, there are better ways to do it than food. Um, That's true. So, uh, or sorry, than food tokens. Um, but <laughs> um, Yeah, like healing yeah. self. It's just one mana instead of two. Painful, Andy. <laughs> Painful. What are you doing? You're killing me here. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, that's going to do it for yeah. our food episode. Uh, but next week, we've got our season finale. Uh, and it's uh, it's the beginning of July next week. Uh, I guess probably... Let's see. Let, let me look at my calendar. Yep. In two days is the beginning of July. Um so that's exciting, uh, which means our, net, our our season finale kind of lines up with the beautiful, the patriotic holiday of Canada Day. Uh, you know, we could go... Throwing the, the curveball in here. Yeah, we could go the, the obvious route of making it all, uh, you know, American, USA, to the nines. But uh, figure, you know, let's honor our all-dressed chips here, our... Our bare naked ladies are Justin Bieber, our Bruce Richard, our uh, our other, neighbors to the north, our A team. Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Bruce is rolling his eyes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so we're gonna make them Canada themed. Uh, that said, we just had a beautiful new release of Commander Legends mm-hmm. Two: Battle for Baldur's Gate. So we decided we're going to do the choose a background. Uh, thing uh, so we're going to have red and white as is uh, the Canadian flag uh, so red and white choose a commander or I mean choose a background to commander uh, so you have a commander and a background as your commanders and then we build the deck from there yeah. uh, do you have any other restrictions that you want to impose no no I think that's uh, that's going to be good enough we're going Boros we're going to be uh it's going to be Boros with a background. Yeah. I uh, have some ideas already, and I'm very excited. <clears throat> I have no idea right now. Uh, if you're out there listening and you want to build us a, com- a Canadian commander deck, but not Canadian Highlander, a Canadian commander deck, <laughs> uh, th- feel free to shoot us the list. We'll uh, we'll throw it up on Twitter as well. Sure. Uh, I, I, I'm very excited uh, because we're reaching the end of our seventh season. Episode 70, coming up next week. Next we'll have week. two weeks off of our, our main series, and we'll be back after that. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Thank you so much for listening to our food episode, like Weird Al. He had a food epi- food album. Just about, I think that man, was The man's entire career was food. <laughs> I think that was one of my first CDs. Uh, compact discs. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah. Uh, I think that was one of my first CDs was Weird Al's food album explains a lot Uh, anyway thank you for listening share with your friends Uh, do what you do to podcasts but do it with this one too Uh, 
we're Temple of Falsepod, where our decks are not optimized, but our plays sure as heck are fun. I'm Andy. I am the True North, strong and free. Also known as Bruce. Is that is that a Canadian thing? It's part of the anthem, dude. No, I don't. I don't know. We're gonna go play some magic. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening, and may your fifth land be the temple. Bye. Wait, wait. Before you go, I uh, just wanted to say thank you for listening. You can reach out to us via email at falsepodmtg at gmail.com or on Twitter at falsepodmtg. Bruce is at manaburned and I'm at Andy Weekend, though you'll definitely notice I use the podcast Twitter far more often. Now that we've got you here, make sure you subscribe, like, rate us on uh, whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out. It gets us more reach. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Uh, like a video there. Leave some comments for more casual enjoyment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with some more timeless discussions about all things casual. So come hang out, and may your fifth land be the temple. Bye-bye. Should I do my best, Bruce? Bye!